it's me, Sean Capri. Welcome to We The Gamer Cast. It publishes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, everywhere you get your podcasts every single Monday. Patrons get it first. Thank you guys so much for subscribing, for rating it on Apple Podcasts, for telling your friends, for telling your moms, for telling your dads, for telling your cousins, for telling your pet cat, for telling the cat's toy. Tell everybody, tell everybody about We The Gamer Cast. We're, we're, we're flying high, man. Things are happening. The show is growing. At least that's, I don't know. I think that's what's happening. We have a lot of people who want to be on the show. It's great. And, uh, guys, if you're new, here's the deal. Every week I have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet and we talk about life and video games. And if you want to be on the show or if you just want to send me a nice, lovely message, you can tweet at me at Sean Capri. Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm pushing through something right now. (laughs) You might be able to hear it in my voice. I sound and feel like crap but the show must go on and i'll get to that in a second because i want to thank everybody who makes this show possible and a whole bunch more possible over at patreon.com slash yumi capri buckle up everybody because we got some credits to roll with these amazing premium producers like dallas ford who wants you to know that may is mental health awareness month drew agnew from the house of mario podcast jace baldridge from twitch.tv slash Ridge. Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team, and Jonathan Brown at youtube.com slash gaming purple monkey, our platinum producers, Brian Scott, Dano, and Trucker Sloth, and all of our gold members like Argo, Brendan Myers, Dallas Robbins, Emily O'Kelly, Heather Boney, James Johnson, Joel Brooks, Jose Jimenez, Mac Time, Marcus O'Neill, RJ Kern, Skinny Matt, and Xavier Reyes. You guys, we hit 69 <laughs> patrons at freaking patreon.com slash Yumi Capri. What in the world? What are you doing? You guys are amazing. You're incredible. You completely fill me up with life. And I, you know what, man? It's all worth it. This is, we're, we're, we're doing it together. We have built an incredible community and we have this show. I think I like doing it. I think you guys like listening to it. Did I do the, if you're new, here's the deal thing? I think I already did that part. So you guys get the deal. We're in this together. We're talking about life. We're talking about games. And it's actually that whole life and games and games and life. That's where, um, that's where Mr. Patrick Novosel and I met was married to the games, games and life, life and games. And, um, I think you guys are going to enjoy this conversation. There is so much going on. It's actually hard to keep track of. Like I said, my throat, not feeling so great. I went actually today. Hmm. Today was a day, guys. Uh, I got my COVID test. I did it. I got the whole, I got the swab up there because I just, I'm showing a couple symptoms. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure everything is fine, but man, do I feel like crap. I'm, I'm, I don't know. Like, I, I don't go anywhere. I go to McDonald's. I don't, I don't, <laughs> you guys hear the, the, the only time I'm out of the house is to record the Xbox drive and now the Nintendo drive, by the way, which I'll talk about in a second. Um, but yeah, just, Yesterday afternoon, it was kind of like it was starting to hit me. Uh, sore throat, runny nose, headache, like all that kind of sore. My, 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 I, I though I've been like my joints and muscles have been sore for a while because I think I'm just old, but yeah, I don't feel, I don't feel so great. So I got the, got the old COVID test. I went in, got the swab, and it's what we've been in like lockdown or so for a little over a year. So it took me up until this time where I really needed to go. And, um, that was an experience, dude. Like, I mean, the, the swab was one thing. It was kind of exactly, I don't, I, how did I know it was going to feel like that? That's a that's a question for my mind. Do you guys know what I mean? Like with the whole like up, up the nose thing? I knew, I kind of knew exactly what that was going to feel like. And I'm not sure why. <laughs> like what experience have I had with that in the past? Um, I'm going to have to, might have to ask my parents about maybe some repressed memories I might have had in my childhood or something. But somehow I knew that was exactly that, how that was going to feel. Uh but yeah, that, that, that's not really what I'm talking about. The experience that I'm talking about is just the, the transformation of the space that I went to. Um, it wasn't, there's, there's like, like portable 
place is kind of set up. There's, I think that you can go to, maybe there's some schools or whatever, but the place that I went to is normally where we would have like concerts and stuff. It's normally like a really fun spot. And to, to walk into that same space and have it look like world war Z or like just with the tarps and the tents and, and the lineups and everybody's masked up and everything. And it's just like, it was, it, that was a little jarring. I'm not going to lie. And you're just kind of surrounded there by a lot of people who are, they're scared, they're not feeling well, they're sick, there's, um, and there's nursing staff and healthcare people who are there to, they're there to help, they're putting themselves like right there, they talk about the front lines, and it's like, there's really, I don't know if I have the vocabulary to describe just like what those people are up against. And it sucks, man. It just sucks that this is a thing. Um, so that was that was kind of overwhelming. Of course, I'm thinking about everybody who has faced COVID um, over the last year as well. So a very kind of overwhelming experience, even though like the, the 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 test itself was not comfortable, but it was like the least of my worries, to be honest with you. It was just like the whole the whole thing. Very, very, very strange. It was it was a big day, man. So holy crap. Um, but you know what? We're going to wait. Maybe even by the time you hear this on the free feeds, we should know. I, I, they said a couple days before I find out what what the verdict is. So we will see. In the meantime, I'm locked in my basement. I'm I'm doing this. I uh, It's going to be a game time decision on whether or not we do um, Mario Kart this week as well. So we will see. We will see. You guys will all know this by the time. So I'm, I'm sort of just like top, talking off the top of my head here. Uh, I want you to know that the BR guest feed, the Bobby Paul's guest spots uh, continues on. Uh, the first, the, the, the episode that you're, you're going to find this week, you go and find it on your podcast service. Be our guest. Bobby Paul's is, um, it's his first episode of the Ink Strike podcast. So go check that out. And for anybody over at Patreon, or if you'd like to go on patreon.com slash Capri at the exclusive level, that's $3 plus, you can now hear the very first episode of the Nintendo Drive. I guys, I am so proud of it. Kato did an amazing job from youtube.com slash console Kato, my, uh, my co-host on the Nintendo Drive. We're just doing a pilot right now. We're just seeing if this is going to work. Uh, but I think I think it's going to be okay, you guys. She did phenomenal. I'm really proud of the show. We're getting some good feedback from the 69 patrons over at patreon.com slash Capri. So look forward to that, you guys. Goodness gracious. Why don't we get into my conversation with Mr. Patrick Novosel? This is one of the easiest conversations I think I've had in a long, long time. And anybody could get along with Patrick Novosel. What a sweetheart. He's such an easy person to talk to. We could have gone hours. He will be back and he will be back soon. So you can follow him on Twitter at HollywoodBones underscore. Let's get right into it with Patrick Novosel. Hey, look at us. We're in our Xbox gear. Look at that. That's a nice shirt. Yeah, yeah, this is the Target shirt. That <laughs> <laughs> was only 15 bucks, you know, like yours. You got the official Series X, like, gear right there. That looks really nice. I, well, um, it's only because I don't I don't go outside. So I only, uh, anything that's shipped to my house, I will wear. But going to Target, that sounds nice. You get to you get to go outside, you get fresh air. You're like my, my existence, Pat, is like, it's this basement. It's this room that I'm in right now. It's the car when I drive around in a couple circles for the Xbox drive, and then I come back here. Every now and then I'll go back to my backyard if it's not, you know, minus five outside. But uh, Yeah, what's the weather like up there right it now? It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's nothing to write home about. The weather is not good. Um, I tried to talk Donnie into uh, hosting an event in Canada, and he's like, no, absolutely not. I, he's like, I've seen the pictures. It's... <laughs> 
<laughs> it's not happening, it's dude. Forth, the colder it gets. Oh my gosh, it's uh and I keep telling myself that it's um it's not like this at this point of the year that this is unusually cold for this time of the year, but it's not. Like this is just the way that it is. Um I used to referee soccer and this is about the time of year when soccer kind of starts. And by the end of the game, at the early part of the season, like I couldn't I couldn't sign the game sheet. I couldn't like write the scores down. Like blue team got six, the, the red team got <laughs> got four. I'm like I couldn't hold the pen. Like I would have to hold it like like I'm four years old and I'm just learning how to hold a, a crayon or something. Like that's how I would do it, because your hands your hands freeze up, man. But how are you? Enough about me. How are you? I'm I'm good. So I kinda wanna stay on the soccer train here. Okay. Uh, so my my daughter started soccer for the first time. Yeah, uh, she's oh, she's eleven. Yeah. So from from three till last year, before COVID hit, uh, she was in dance. So she did ballet, she did tap, she did hip hop and jazz and things like that. Mm-hmm. Now they're not doing any of the dances. So uh, we wanted to get her into some sort of activity, and you know, we uh, a team sport. You know, I've grew up playing baseball and basketball all throughout my uh, my early years. Did you, yeah. So getting her in a team sport, you know, she wanted to choose soccer. And I know absolutely zero yes. about soccer. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm why soccer then? Like, how, why, like, why not one of the things you were doing? So her, her cousin is just about the same age. And she, her cousin, like, they hang out all the time. Yeah. So she wanted to play soccer with her. And they ended up being on the same team. So that's why she that's chose cool. soccer. That's cool. Uh, but so this past Sunday, you know, this was her third game ever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hear from the coach that the other team, this is, you know, her cousin played his team last year and they're known to be pushers. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm team. like, okay, all right. Okay. So the ref comes over before the game and he puts his elbows out. He's like, you know, this, this move. Don't do that. Keep your elbows towards your sides. Oh, that's good advice. And so he was like, I was like, oh, okay, I like this. I like this ref. Uh, well, that really took a, a real big downturn once the game started because they weren't calling any of it. Mm-hmm. Like these, these, the opposing team was just pushing and hitting and knocking our girls down. And these, these refs aren't calling it. And I'm yeah. like, I just two minutes ago, you told us, told the team not to do this. Like, they thought their job t- was done. That was it. They told them not to. <laughs> like that's it. It's up to you to listen. Yeah. So the uh, there was three separate instances. One instance where a kid get the of on our team, my my daughter's team, gets hit in the back of the head. So like I I don't know if you've oh. seen soccer, but the soccer ball goes up. You don't kick it while it's in the air. You kind of wait till it comes down. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't wait. And they tried to kick it in the, in midair and kicked one of our players in the back of the head. You know, she- that's awful. I I, I remember very. I've, I've made countless calls refereeing countless games of soccer. I remember I made one call because a kid kicked too high, and the the coach of that team was furious with me. I'm like, I don't know about you, but I don't want to see a kid like bleeding all over the place here. Like, keep the feet down. And he was and and the and it seemed like a nothing call because yeah. it was midfield. It was like right in the middle of the field, and um. So I'm like, what do you care? They get they get a free kick from the center line. They scored on that call, man. I was like, I can't. Like, I was trying to think, like, okay, send a message, like, don't kick that high. This kid scores from like halfway across the field. Like, ooh, that wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> yeah, Anyways. yeah. And and you know, like, I, I'm I've watched my daughter 
do ballet mm. for like eight years. Okay. So I'm just in sitting in this, you know, in the, in the, in the stands and the seats yeah. and I'm watching <laughs> like her beautifully move around on stage. Non-contact sport. <laughs> right. And me, like I'm a competitive guy. So oh, like, yeah. and in baseball and in basketball, like I will, I, if I block your shot, mm-hmm. I'm going to be like crazy about Are you it. Tall? I'm gonna, are you tall? Yeah, so I'm six, I'm six two. Okay, yeah, and I've, that, yeah. I've been six two since I was in seventh grade. Yeah. So uh, wow. I just like stopped. Holy soon crap! As I got to seventh grade, so I was a big guy. Mm-hmm. So like a tall, a tall guy. So I was always playing center, and in baseball, I was always a pitcher because I, that downward motion and pitching. Yeah. You know, I could. I was a very good pitcher when I was young. Um, so, and anytime there was some sort of commotion or a wrong call, like I would get fired up mm-hmm. and I'm like, that guy kind of came out at my daughter's <laughs> soccer game on Sunday and <laughs> I'm like, I'm, uh, I just turned into that parent. I'm that parent yeah. that everyone else is embarrassed about because, but you know, I felt like I was warranted because the refs weren't, weren't keeping it a safe place. Yeah. Yeah, and so there was multiple instances, and um, I got kind of fired up. And the guy next to me, one of the other parents, was, was like, "I'm so glad that you're saying something because if he would, if he would have said something, he probably would have used an you expletive." Need that validation. You're probably he, thinking, like, "Should I? Like, do, are you catching yourself like mid fire? Like, well, I don't know. I this to, is happening right now." I was trying to keep it as clean as I could <laughs> because I still wanted to watch the game. I wanted to watch my daughter. Mm-hmm. I also didn't want to embarrass her too much. Was she embarrassed um, at all? Like, was she? She was not. She was yeah. not. She got it. Um, like, she understood. I mean, it's not like under- unfounded. She understood. Yeah, it was. I was. It was not unfounded at all. Yeah. Uh, but you know, like the coach, the coach said that she was going to send a message to like the commissioner or whatever it sure. is. In, yeah. Um, because the refs were like not keeping it safe. Yeah. Um, you know, like there was one time there was a ball that got hit in one of the kids' faces and she goes straight down yeah. and the ball just, you know, just live mm-hmm. and every, every single girl stopped, you know, cause they were concerned, but the ref never play called on, the man. whistle. No, you gotta and play it. You gotta so, play it. <laughs> and so like a few seconds go and the ref realized nobody is going after the ball. Yeah. Then he calls the whistle, you know, um, but you know, it was like my the coach. The coach told our kids, which I really, really liked. Uh, she says, "I would rather lose and play nice than win and play mean." Oh, big time, uh, big time! And I was like, I was like, that's of of this. You know, like they're not learning a lot was from there this. Beautiful soccer. music playing at this like you know, moral moment. Like, like the- <laughs> it, it felt like the end of a movie. Exactly. And you're like, oh, this is perfect. You mm-hmm. know, like I'm liking the morals and standards that this coach is instilling. In my kids, she might not be the best coach, yeah, but she is the she is the best coach for what she's doing with these eleven year old kids, right? And is everybody like your daughter? Like, is everybody on the team kind of like new to soccer at this point? Or are there some there, kids who've been playing since they were four years old, kind of thing? No, no, there are plenty of girls on the team that this is their first year yeah. or maybe the second year. Like they're they're not they're not you know they're not going to win uh, championships on this team. Mm-hmm. They're out there just to play with their friends. Yeah. To have a good time, to get snacks. I mean, the snacks is the best snacks part. After, after what about orange slices? You got the orange slices. That's a staple. The slices, the ices, or whatever the pretzels. Oh yeah, the freezies. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's, <laughs> I feel like that's a, that's a whole other that's a whole other thing that people call the same thing different things. Like it's a, like a dialect thing. Like you said, ices. I imagine that's the like the plastic tubes, and you, you throw them in the freezer, and then they're 
They're just colored. Like, is that what you mean? We, what do we call uh, the, the ice ice pops? Okay, uh, I think we're the, talking. The, I would say freezies. Like, I think we're talking about the same thing. Yeah, the freeze pops. Yeah, yeah, but they're all like slightly. I think <laughs> I think that whole thing is like fascinating. Like, we're both speaking English, but uh, possible we're not talking about the same thing at all. But I think we are. Oh, I think no, it's yeah, no, no. So uh, yeah, so I'm I'm I, they're they're one. No, no, no. They haven't won a game. The yeah. first game that they they tied and they've lost pretty handedly the last three games. Yeah, uh, yeah. they got shut out two straight games and then they scored this past Sunday, which mm-hmm. felt really good for the team. Like they all went crazy. Like yeah, they just I'm won sure. The <laughs> <laughs> Are they on like a big field? They must be on a pretty big field. Yeah, they're age? they're on like, Full- they're on a pretty good sized field. Yeah. Are they in offsides? Like, do you have to understand? Like, I remember Ed Placenti was talking about FIFA. He's like, I'm not going to understand what offsides are about. So it was the it was the first game, and the coach or no the the ref was walking down the sideline talking to the parents during uh during one of the end of the half, mm-hmm. and he's like he's like, do you have any questions? I was like, what is offsides? Yeah. And he explained it to me, and I was like, I get it. You know, oh, like wow. I, it, nice. Yeah, it's, it's a hard, it's, it's a hard pretty, concept. It's pretty simple, is it? It's like it's like if the if the player doesn't have the ball and they're past like the last two defenders or something like that, it's considered offsides if they touch it. It's like I kind of understood it. It takes a little bit, but um, whenever I see. Like you one know of when our you players, see it, like that one's like, offside. Like, see it, like, hey, you're mm-hmm. offside, get back, get back. See, in Canada, uh, in Canada, because soccer is not our first language, it's not our first sport, uh, hockey, of course, it's always, yeah. um, you, you translate it from hockey, like the last defender is the blue line. And then every mm-hmm. Canadian goes like, ah, oh, I get it. And that's kind of it. But there's, I don't know, it's not really, like you don't have that standard across the board. Well, yeah, I think hockey, it's a little bit easier. Like if you don't have the puck, you can't be across the blue line when the puck crosses the blue okay, line. Okay, so if you know that rule, then that's the last yeah. defender. Like that's yeah, the, 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 exactly. it just moves. It just moves. Yeah. So, would you prefer your kids be into like this sort of like just for fun sports or competitive? Like, is it like is it better or worse? Is it just different? Like, would you enjoy one more or less than the other? You know what? Like, if they were competitive, that means I'd have to drive them around more. Yeah. So, yeah. Practice. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. You know, like my my wife, she's now a soccer mom. Mm-hmm. That's one thing she never thought she'd be. Uh, but no, I I think uh, you know, like growing up, I love rec sports because yeah. there's like really no pressure. You have one practice a week, one game a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I did select baseball for one year, where yeah. we played about four or five games a week. And the Holy other two, crap, did you really? Yeah, the other two or three days were practices. So I basically, at least six days a week, I'll be playing baseball. Wow. And I did that for about two months, Yeah. and I got burned out. Yeah. And I was like, no. I was like, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm decent enough to play select baseball, but I love baseball when it's just wreck and having fun. Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't having fun because of it's every single day. It lost its, like... I don't know, luster, you know, I lost the love for it because I just, you know, the baseball was just being jammed down my throat. I'm like, I can't do this. You know, were you you like wanting to be somewhere else? Like you're on your way to baseball. Like, "Ah, I'd rather be doing whatever. I'd rather be playing Grand Theft Auto 3. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like I'd rather be playing with my friends than, than having to draw, to, to drive two hours to a baseball tournament or going up to Boston and playing a baseball tournament. Like I, yeah. I didn't know it was just too much. It was cool, but it was a cool experience, but I, I don't want to do that. And yeah. if my kids are good enough to play select baseball or select basketball or any other team sport, like I'm, you know, I'm going to support them, but mm-hmm. I, I, I just didn't like the, 
the schedule of it. You're not like grabbing flyers from like uh, anywhere and going like, "Hey, how about this? Like, how about this? Have you checked? It? Have you checked this out?" It's like whatever they. I mean, it sounds like she found that very naturally, very organically. Like, dance is done. Cousin likes soccer. All right, let's just go try something. Like, there's something very. I feel like I want to like pull something from that. Like, there's just yeah. just try it. Who cares? Yeah, and um, she, my daughter, she is a natural at anything. Yeah, she'll pick anything up, and like, she doesn't. She doesn't like baseball. Yeah, which is which hurts my heart because that's mm-hmm. my that's, that's my love. That's what baseball. that's what the kids are there for is no. to, to hurt you and disappoint. You. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, but you know it. You, I throw. She picks up a bat. I throw a ball. She can hit it. Yeah. If I we can toss back and forth, I'll give her a football. She can throw it. I'll give her a basketball. Mm-hmm. She can shoot. You know, like she just has that natural coordination with yeah. sports. Do you just have uh, the one? Do you just have the daughter? I ha- I also have a son. He's six. Okay. So he, oh wow, he ha- he's not really into sports mm-hmm. at this point. He's into Nintendo Switches mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Roblox and Minecraft. Like he's really into that. Love it. Uh, we tried to get like he's watching soccer. Yeah. You know, for the first few games and. He says he he'll he didn't want to do it this this time. Maybe in the fall or next year he'll yeah. he'll start. Uh, but I don't know. I just I loved him to get into baseball and me be like a you one of the shot at it. I, I don't know if I could. I would love to coach baseball for, yep. for my son. Be really really cool because my dad did the same thing mm-hmm. for me. I loved my dad. You know, pitching batting practice to yeah. me like it was so a cool feeling. I want to do the same thing for my son. Same if thing. he does. Same yeah. here, same here. Yeah, my dad coached like everything. He coached basketball for my brothers. He coached soccer for us. He he coached ball hockey for a little while for like some. He worked with like inner city kids downtown, um, and he coached a, a ball hockey um, team over there as well. And that and that was always like it, it was just so nice, like just to just to have that extra time. And I just I can't imagine like trying to fit that in too, right? Like that's the other yeah. thing, like coaching. Like it's one thing to just take your kids to the sport. It's the other thing to go like, okay, I gotta come up with these drills. I gotta like come up with these lines, and everybody's watching. Like parents, like the peer pressure when you're a coach, or really just even a parent uh, to begin with. But if you're a parent coach, holy crap, man, everybody's watching. You better be doing a good job. You better be communicating and stuff. Like it's a, it's a lot more work than I think people realize go into it. Uh, yeah, like it's. One of the one of the nice things that that you know, like my dad, he had a night job, mm-hmm. so he would deliver the newspaper in the middle of the night. He had he had his own route. He owned his own business. He did all that. So during the day, we could play baseball. That's you know, we great. could go to. We had a local uh, field that yeah. we could go and we could just hit and all that stuff. So I got I had I had a lot of love for baseball. Only a lot of it was because of my dad, mm-hmm. and um, like. He would he would come up with with drills for 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 baseball. Yeah, he was also my basketball coach too. Like one of the parent coaches, he was like what you know, like the assistant coach, He's like Michael Jordan. Yeah. He just does both. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but yeah, like I, I would love to do that for my kids. It'd just be yeah. really neat to have come like full circle and just just be on the other end of that. I just don't know if I'm you know I feel like I would be maybe like a, a Bobby Knight. Or where I would just throw a chair across the across the <laughs> basketball court, like I, because I'm very competitive, and mm-hmm. if and if I if I see something that the ref didn't see or the ump didn't see, I come kind of vocal. Yeah. And as a player, I felt like I had the ability to do that because yeah. the coach would tell me to be quiet 
Or, I would almost picture it like like a like a role play kind of thing. Like you'd almost like to, to in order for me to like not let that because I I played as well and I think I, I think I would be in the same boat as you. Like that that inner competitive spirit would just like come out. So if I'm trying to avoid that, I would almost try to go like, okay, what if I'm like this type of coach and like the very stoic, like he's not going to say. And if he says something like, holy shit, like coach just said something. Right? Like, <laughs> exactly. You don't want to be like that kind of coach. But in order to do like, I really have to like transport my mind somewhere else. And like I'm just going to be like sitting there. I'm going to bring a chair, even though it's soccer, it's outside. I'm going to have a chair and i'll just be sitting there with my legs crossed and my and my clipboard and i'll just be taking notes and and nodding or shaking my head and that's all i'll need to do like i really just want to be like a completely different person as a coach yeah you, I, you, I feel like you would have like the, the other parents like i would just be like what is what is he doing yeah you know what, what, what do you think he's thinking mm-hmm, he just mm-hmm. wrote something down and i think my kid just just did something see but oh, it no. would <laughs> It would, <laughs> this is the dumbest idea um it would only work if like the teams are winning Right, like if you're losing like crazy, people think you're a maniac. Like, what the hell's the matter with this guy? Like, why doesn't he do anything? He's just sitting there looking like an idiot, and the kids are getting destroyed out there. <laughs> doesn't he care? Does what is he doing over there? Exactly, exactly. And all you're trying to do is not freak out, right? You're trying to show that like you're uh, that you can control your emotions, and then it, it, it appears that you're apathetic. You can't win. Yeah, I, I don't, but I don't think I could have a chair. Like I was on the sidelines for my daughter's game, and I had a camping chair, and my son was right next to me, mm-hmm. and I sat in that camping chair for like two minutes because yeah, right as soon up. as that whistle happened, I was like, I was like, all right, you know, my daughter's out there, she's <laughs> getting pushed around. I'm like, no, <laughs> I can't, I can't just sit down and be stoic. Yeah, are There's you no are you staying active yourself these days? Like, are you able to like, are you playing around? Are you throwing the ball around? Are you kicking stuff? Are you are you getting out there and doing stuff? You know, like I think about that stuff all the time. But you know, I throw baseball and MLB the show. I uh, yeah. shoot. You know, yeah, you get like, a couple uh, good runs in there. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I work. I work. Uh, I'm gone for maybe 11 hours of the day. You know, oh, going, right. driving to work, working, and coming back. Yeah. Um. So it's right now. It's really hard for me to get uh, to be active other than the weekends. Yeah. Um. You know, like I for my job. Uh. So I was laid off from my job uh, last November. I was at with that company for like 13 years. So I was Whoa. in the job market for the first time in ever. It's like dating again after being married. Like you don't even like. What is this interview? Like what? I don't know what I'm supposed to say. I don't know what. Like yeah, I don't know what to do with my hands right now. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, as well, Pam. Oh, yeah. well, Pam. Uh, you know, okay. like I didn't. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know what that what what I was doing. Um. So, but it was like in November, and it was Thanksgiving was coming was around, around oh, the corner. Christ, no Christmas kidding. was around the corner. Yeah, and um. The company gave me a nice severance package, which would basically would give gave me a paycheck up through June 2021. So I had a good for you. Good, I had a pretty I had a pretty good little you know. Income how right how there. does that go over? Like does that does that truly soften the blow? You like to like I always like to hear like people are well taken care of blah blah blah. But like is that does it help? Is it like it's got to help at the very it, least? Oh, it helped. It helped so much because. Yeah. My wife, she's a stay-at-home mom, so yeah. she has she doesn't re- get an income. Mm-hmm. You know, she's home doing her job as a mom. Yeah, and time. so when I lost my job, I'm like the first thought I you know, had was, and how am I going to be able to support the family? Mm-hmm. How am I going to put food on the table? You know, that's where my mind was going. Yeah, and of the course, next, where else is yeah. it supposed to go? Uh, yeah, it's like I I because I, I, I want to be able to <laughs> more video game it. time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, so, uh, you know, the next day they said they, um, 
I got a package from HR saying, hey, here's your severance package. And I looked yeah. at it and I was like, wow. So I, I, it's, it's holiday time. I'm going to stay home. I'm going to be with the kids and family mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving and Christmas awesome. time. I don't know when I'm ever going to get this time back. Big time. I don't have to worry about money right now. So let's just take the rest of the year off and enjoy the Christmas time. Because I, I, as we're in my position, I would always let my team have the holidays. Mm-hmm. And then I would I would be like I would t- I would have the coverage for the team so they could they could be home with their family. Wow! Uh, and I never had that opportunity, so I was like, well, I'm gonna sh- take advantage of this, mm-hmm. and I'll start looking for a job in January. And January third, I found this position uh, where it was create a new uh, customer service center for Great American. Uh, I don't know if you've heard or heard of Great American, but Great American sponsors the Cincinnati Reds Stadium. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is the biggest building in in Cincinnati. It's the tallest building. It's got like 40-something floors. Um, it's got a big crown on the top of it. And I was like, you know what? My my dream, my dream job was to play for the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah. Second best option was to work next to the Cincinnati Reds. That's pretty great. So it's, right, it's like right across the street. So... Um, I interviewed for that, and uh, they offered me the job just a few weeks later. So I really was not in the job market, really for very oh, long. Good for you, man! Holy cow! Yeah, it was. It was so. I was How so many? Relieved. Like, and did you have to really work hard to see the silver lining to see the blessing in this, or was it pretty apparent to you? Like, you know, you got your, you got laid off. Bummer. Huge, huge downer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of questions and doubt and everything that goes along. But then you learn of the of the of the severance and you get to spend that time with your family and then like the universe sends you the signal like you get like you're like everything's gonna be okay like is that something that i don't know it appears to me like that's the takeaway here it, it so uh my when i got the news and i got the news via email which was pretty rough like yeah. i could by really could, email could, oh my yeah. gosh it was it was gross and so um i called my boss Ooh. yeah my my boss and I were, were pretty close, yeah. um, where we would be able to have a beer together and and hang hang out. And I respected him a lot. And I called him and I I told him you know like two minutes after I got the email, I was like, it was nice working with you. And he says the same thing back to me. So he also got laid off too. Oh. And the first thing that he says to me, he's like, he's like, God has a plan for each one of us. Wow. And when he said that, I'm like. You know what? Uh, this this we can get through this. Yeah. We'll get through this, and so um, immediately after he said that, I'm like, my head was in. You know, I was I was like in my own head for two minutes. Talked to my boss, and he was like, "Don't worry about it. We'll figure it out." Basically. Yeah. Um, so I I saw, I saw the silver lining immediately. Oh, that's um, good. Uh, what happened to him? Was, What's he up to? <laughs> yeah, this, this this guy. I'll tell you what. <laughs> so we applied to the same position. Uh, what and, are the chances of that? Well, yeah, and he didn't tell me, so we're like going, like we're going through the interview process, and I find out that I didn't get the job. So I let him know, and I was like, "Hey, I didn't get this job because we're like in a group text with some other people that got laid off too." Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, "I didn't." He calls me up. He's like, "I don't know how to tell you this, but I actually got the job." And I was like, you son of a gun. Wow. <laughs> so 
if but if are I were in similar lose... industries, is that why? Like you guys were all kind of like going to the same kind of place. Yeah. So yeah. we were, I was in I was in the insurance world. This then we're we're applying for a management position in another insurance industry. Of course, our insurance company. And he ends up getting it. And I'm like, if I'm going to lose a job to anybody, I'm glad it was him. Because, yeah. I mean, he was better than me. I mean, yeah. like, he was, I, I looked up to him. Uh, but then this position opened up at Great American. And I didn't have any, I didn't have his competition. And so yeah. I was like, oh, this, this job's mine. So I ended up getting that one. But I'm during all like, this. I'm sorry, go ahead. During all this process, I want to go back to what you said, like video game time. Yeah. Dude, I played so many video games. <laughs> I hit that backlog hard. Uh, I beat really? The Witcher 3 in oh, five shit. days. Five it days. It was, yeah, it was like I had so much time. Okay, how do you pull that off with like you still, like you still have the kids, you still have, like, I, I, I imagine there's stuff to do. Is it, was it just part of like, the coping like because i can imagine like i i think if that were to happen to me like i think i think you and i maybe are similar in this way like i think chels would go like just take a couple days and like for me like it'd just be sitting down here in the basement like i'm just in my old man recliner and just take whatever time you need like she would she would take that brunt of it uh at least for a couple of days and i'd probably have to like pay her back in some way shape or form down the road but yeah yeah, i think it would be kind of similar for me but i'm glad you got to do that man that's amazing I haven't had that much time to play video games since college. Yeah. But it was really nice. Um, and, you know, like the kids, they were they were in school at the time. You know, right. like uh, late, late or early in 2020, they had remote learning. But once the school uh, year hit in September, they were back in school. So when I got laid off, it was just they were off school. So I had like nine hours yeah. to play uh, to do nothing. You yeah. know, like hang out. And you hit it hard. You weren't like you, were, you weren't like taking naps or anything like that. You went right back to where you could go back in college. Well, yeah. I mean, like I, I could stay up till three a.m. What's the what is <laughs> what's the drawback? You know, I get up, I see the kids off to school. Yeah. Either I go back and go back to bed, exactly. or I go play video games. You know, it's just like I'm not going to get this time back. Yeah. So let's make the most of it. And and yeah, so I was able to get through a ton of video games. Uh, and yeah, you Witcher. Oh man, I so I played it. I got back into uh, wrestling, so like <laughs> WWE 2K20. Yeah, man, like, I love it. I hadn't bought a wrestling game in so long. Yeah, same. And when, when baseball and all these other sports were just like not even playing, I yeah. was like, I need some sort of sport to watch. Mm-hmm. And wrestling was still on. I was like, well, I guess I'll just watch wrestling. And then I got back into it, and I was like, you know what? There's a wrestling game that is only twenty bucks. Let's just go ahead and get it. So then so I. So you hadn't been watching wrestling like for the last however long? I, the last time I watched wrestling was probably two thousand and one. So it was like almost oh, twenty wow. years, yeah. since I since I watched wrestling, and I had no idea who anybody was. Yeah. So what's that like? Because I, you know, I keep seeing these clips pop up. I don't even know if I'm following them. It's like '90s WWF. There's some feeds out there, and it's like. Man, imagine trying to be a professional wrestler as it was back in the day, but then try to be a professional wrestler now where it's like you're coming up after The Rock and Stone Cold and all these guys like Triple H and all these guys. Like, how do you follow up that? I don't know if there if anybody can even hold a candle, but maybe there's the, these new these new stars or what the kids are like in these days. I don't know. Like, is it good? Yeah, I, it's I mean, like there's it's because you know how good it was. Well, 
It, I know. It was back in the back in like ninety eight to two thousand was like the heyday of mm-hmm. wrestling with yeah. all the wrestlers that you just mentioned. Yeah, and it is it is not the same. I mean, yeah. especially this past year in COVID, like they haven't had any fans. I other know. than the WrestleMania that happened earlier this month, yeah, and so it had it's it, it hasn't been the same, but yeah, um, I'm I'm I just like I just watched all of the to keep to get my like uh, I don't know wrestler knowledge back into it, like you know, like, yeah. I watch I I subscribe to WWE Network and <laughs> I watched like all in man, I watched twenty straight uh, pay per views and I just Come watched on. the pay per views. Just to get, because you know, a lot of, in the pay per views they they recap a lot of the yeah. oh absolutely you know, yeah yeah so you're getting all the stories watch, yeah I didn't need to watch any of the smackdowns how did or the you Rumbles watch them just from just from pay per view or from the WWE Network you can watch the old pay per views like I don't know how that works all the all the pay per views are on there even like the WCW and ECW Stop, like all the way back all the way back. Okay. So if you were like, cool. "Hey, I want to rewatch this uh, this match," it's on the WWE Come Network. On. Well, I mean, that's kind of amazing because I otherwise I would have to dig through some really old like VHS tapes. Everybody had a friend <laughs> yeah. who either actually paid for it. I had one friend who would pay for it, and we would all go to his house. Uh, another friend had like the descrambler. Like this is going way back, man. <laughs> like, oh before, my like, gosh! T- <laughs> you switch the wires mm-hmm. and it works. <laughs> you kind of like hoping it doesn't get uh, like because sometimes it would either uh, eventually they, they they caught on and they would they would scramble this to scramblers or like it would get like halfway through and like the whole thing would go go nuts or you get like the pre-show and then and then the when the paid stuff would come on then it would shut off it was this is the experience for us patrick i think yeah yeah like, we're, we're, we're trying to get as age. much yeah i think we're, we're just trying to get as much of the free stuff as possible and then the paywall hit like we've been we've been dealing with paywalls for a long time with like freeware games on pc and and yeah all these all these sorts of things so man i would spend so much time just watching like old like does it hold up does old wwf like hold up i feel like it like it's it's corny now and so it's, it would be corny then i mean they're there, probably making some are... comments back then probably not so cool now, so there are some new moves. Like, I, since I haven't watched wrestling in like twenty years, like mm-hmm. they have come up with a lot of moves that I've like. We're just like they're they're uh, intuitive and they improve something, or they just uh, had an extra flash to it. Yeah. To it, it is it. Some of it just really like. There's some high flyers out there mm-hmm. that like. Ray Mysterio still still wrestles. I don't know if you remember him, but of he was course. wrestling. Yeah, he's been wrestling for like thirty years. He was doing and, something cool recently. He was doing some sort of like fundraiser or something like that. I just saw him doing. It's like I can't. Oh, some people wearing a mask. I think because I think because of course because yeah. of his mask. Uh, yeah, I just saw him come up on my feed not too long ago. But it's been so I've watched for the past year, and you know, like it's like we're talking about showing our age. You know, Rey Mysterio, his tag team partner is his son. Oh wow! <laughs> oh God! Oh, where's my cane? Oh my it gosh! Is, yeah, there's there's so many like uh, sons and daughters that are actually in this. Like Ric Flair's daughter is 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 wrestling. Well, I think I she mean, just gets suspended. Yeah. I, I have no idea what's going on with that. But I mean, like, just like that's how that's how long it's been yeah. since I've watched wrestling because they're. <laughs> their well, sons and daughters. It is confusing wrestling. when they're still in it. When you when you got guys like Triple H who are still doing. I mean, Ric Flair just kind of like set the bar, right? Like you're just gonna wrestle until you're ninety, I guess. Like that's just <laughs> the way it goes. Or even even Undertaker, like just he, what, he just finished like last year. 
or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he just had his retirement ago? match uh, last year, like yeah. late, late late last year. Yeah, like these these in uh, and of all the sports to have these guys go like lifetime like that, the wrestling would be the last thing I would have expected. Like what I I don't know there was I, I don't know if you ever got into this as well. Like back in the day, you kind of you 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 experience and, and love wrestling for like the show and the spectacle that it was and then you wanted to like learn a little bit more you wanted to get in a little bit behind the scenes and stuff like that and that just kind of like opened up a whole world imagine if like imagine if podcasting was a thing back then like would you i imagine like you and i would probably sign up and we'd probably do a wrestling podcast because like we were talking about wrestling all the time man like we would i worked at a restaurant and everybody we all watched wrestling we'd we all gather around it was always like we just like throw a die uh, throw a dice and just go like whose house are we watching the pay-per-view at and then we yeah. talk about it at the restaurant all the time like we're a bunch of big old dorks just we would we would have our in-person podcast but that was 20 well, years ago yeah well one of uh one of it's, it's funny back in high school we would do backyard wrestling same mm-hmm. and, and just getting out the mattresses <laughs> yep. and on your getting out the video camera and one of my friends he was our announcer yeah, and oh, amazing! He was amazing, an absolutely amazing. Like you need to go into broadcast school or something. Yeah. You know, he, he, the only way to do a podcast back then was to interview someone, like save it and give it to like a radio station, right. so they could play it. That's like pretty much the only way you could get yeah, it no out. Way to broadcast it. Yeah. So, like, and he ended up being he's a, a radio DJ here in Cincinnati. That's amazing. Uh, because of, and I'm like. I wonder if it was like it all started with the high school backyard wrestling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't do anything with my wrestling career, he, but he. What did. did you do? Like what? What? What did you like? What kind of moves did you get into? What kind of matches did you guys have? <laughs> so uh, my character was high voltage, you know, like and I I wore I wore like a, a, a white tank top and yep. I had my wife made me some sweatpants with a lightning bolt down the side of it. And, wait a um, minute, your wife did wait, when were you doing this and sorry, when did you know her? No, sorry. Yeah, well, but yeah, well, we've been together um since two thousand one. So twenty years next Holy month. Holy cow, that's amazing. Yeah, and she, school, I mean, if she was still with you when you're doing your backyard wrestling, like that's that's it, man. Just marry her. <laughs> I was yeah. The first the first night that we um were were talking. I yeah. guess that's, I don't know what a, the kids call it nowadays, but we were talking yeah. uh, and um, we hadn't dated yet. And uh, the first night she um, initiated potty humor. <laughs> and I was like, this is the one. <laughs> like, uh, like I, I don't, I'm not looking anywhere else. Mm-hmm. If she's initiating potty humor, which yeah. is like my joke zone. Yeah. And, and so I'm like, yes. So I, didn't, I never looked back. So she made your she made your wrestling outfit for high voltage. Which why the why the the did you even say the word beater? I don't even know. Is that okay no? I say? said white tank top. I white tank top in my head. I translated on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, white tank top. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Somebody should made... edit that part out from, from my own benefit. Goodness <laughs> gracious! Yes, I'm from another time. It was a different time, everybody. It was a different time. It was a different time. Holy right crap. Yeah, Kid Rock was popular. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, but it was like, uh, so there was this uh, song by Linkin Park called High Voltage. Oh, and that yeah. Was my, that was my intro music. Yeah. And uh, I, like, I, I don't know if you remember uh, Scott Hall or Razor Ramon. He mm-hmm. would do the Outsider's Edge or the Razor's Edge. Yeah. 
so uh, my move was the same move, but I called it the electric razor. I love the electric <laughs> razor. That's so bad. <laughs> so were you uh, were you more into WCW then and NWO and stuff like that? So I was the first um, thing I got into was WCW. Yeah, but once Degeneration X oh, came around yeah. and was the new hotness, that's when I shifted over to. Is that w- all it took? W- no way. Yeah. And then Xbox, something like you can only, H. oh my gosh. I mean, like with and Monday night, it was WCW or WWF. Mm-hmm. You know, you get flip back and forth. There was no way to watch one or the other. Yeah. Yeah, man. Holy man, you're taking me down like the the memory lane. Holy cow! I don't even know how we started talking about. Re- oh, because you were you were off for a little oh, while, getting back into wrestling. That's right. I was like, there's no other sports. Yeah. Yeah. Wrestling well, is was that- the only thing on. Of course, of course, and we'll look back on this time going like, of course, wrestling was the thing that persisted, you know, like, and they're so close together. I don't know if there was any sort of like bubble system that they did to like keep each other like safe or whatever. But like, you know, Vince McMahon, he was going to make it happen. He was going to make sure that wrestling, that the show must go on. Everybody else is like, well, let's just let's just see. Right. You know, like, and and I they they were still getting COVID. And, you know, so these wrestlers were still getting COVID. And they were had really like the news would come out and like. This wrestler hasn't been on for four weeks. Why are they, why haven't they been on? Oh, they have COVID. Yeah. Well, that's natural. You know, when you're supposed to be six feet apart, wrestling doesn't work when you're only six feet apart. It would look like it would look <laughs> like an old Nintendo sixty four game, honestly. If like they if they tried wrestling but staying apart, it would look like they had like some sort of like like rendering problem. Like they <laughs> like they're actually grappling each other, but they're a couple feet apart. But or just I don't know. Maybe you, maybe it's just all weapons. Maybe you just fight with chairs the whole time, tables yeah. and chairs and ladders. I mean, I guess you still could. I mean, like some of these people that wear masks, like Kane, he wore a mask. That's you know, true. They, some of these people could have still could still wrestle, but it, yeah, it, I, they didn't have any social distancing in wrestling. Oh my gosh! Okay, so you lose your job, you get to play a bunch of games, get wrestling, get The Witcher in. How was The Witcher though? Was that something like? Did you enjoy going through The Witcher? So I it has been on my backlog for Same. so long. It's actually on my Xbox still. It's it's gone like generations. From from last generation onto this one, like I'm, I'll play it sometime. And yeah, I vacation and I still didn't get to it. Um, so uh, and it's like the I, I like the open world type of game, and mm. I had started it back in maybe 2016. Same, yeah. And I did not. I I started playing it. I I had no preconceived notions. I had no history about the what what The Witcher is. Yeah, and I started to play it, and I'm like, well. This Geralt guy, he was like emotionless. I was yeah. like, what kind of game is this? So I, I turned it off. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then the, the show. Yeah, I was like, I need some emotion. And then the show came out on Netflix. And I'm like, oh, his mo- emotions have been stripped away because of because of who he is. Yeah. Uh, as a witcher, I'm like, oh, now I understand. Now I can understand. And so I'm like, well, it's also like a. 60 hour game i'm like well i gotta put some time into this but i play a lot of games mm-hmm. and and getting into another huge game was just really really tough so i was like well perfect time for me to start it and yeah. one of my new year's resolutions uh, in 2020 was to play the witcher and oh, so it was december like 20th and i was like i'm gonna start it in the next in. few days mm-hmm. and then it was like chris the christmas eve eve the twenty third, Festivus, yeah, and I, and I was like, well, it's time to play it. I need to, I need to do my New Year's resolution, and uh, 
I went through like maybe the first 10 hours and I didn't do any side stuff. Yeah. Side missions. I was no just side like, missions, you just I'm, go through, just, I'm just going to mainline it. Okay. And then about the 10 hour mark, I did a side mission and I was like, wow, that felt than... like main mission. Yeah. And so from then on, I did all the side missions I could. Yeah. I didn't go to all like the question mark locations or anything like that. Yeah, it's impossible. I just did all the side the side missions that were available. I'm like, well, I'm going to do this before I do my main mission. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely loved it. And I'm not into the fantasy t- style. That was going to be my and- question. Yeah, you read my mind, actually, because... Um, I, I went from, I did the Dragon Age games and then I, I kind of went from Inquisition. I'm like, oh, let's try out this Witcher game, which I think came about at about the same time. And I couldn't yeah. really get into it because I was, I felt like I'd already done my fantasy game. So I don't know if there's yeah. an on-ramp thing, but that's kind of interesting. It's like, it's a, it's, it's an intimidating game. I don't know how else to put it. Like it's, it's, there's up to 200 hours of content in there and there's like two games before there's a lot of lore that you don't understand. So I'm glad you got that right. on-ramp with the, with the TV show. Yeah, so I had that, and then I did like the, you know, there's like a 20-minute lore video mm-hmm. that I watched beforehand, so I knew who Yennefer was, I right. knew who Siri was, so I had a little bit of background, because Witcher 3 just throws you into the game, Yeah, and and they do like a short backstory, short like one, two-minute vignette of yeah. what happens, like, it really didn't do what the the game justice for all the lore that's behind it. You know, it's funny because when I was playing it, I didn't. It didn't really strike me like, at least in a conscious way, to go. I don't know who these people are, so I don't feel engaged. But maybe on a less like on a subconscious level, maybe that it's a, that's exactly what was happening because I I had never really like sunk my teeth into it. I always thought it was. I don't know, maybe just the gameplay wasn't quite there for me or wasn't like, I don't know, it's, there's very much a time and place type of thing with mm-hmm. games, right? Especially as I think as time goes on, like I I just played, I just finished um, Tell Me Why. And it was one of those games where like as it came, I'm like, that's not a game that like I'm going to play on day one because it's available now. That's a game where I'm like, I'm going to like, it'll be there for me when I'm ready for it kind of a thing. And I feel right. like Witcher is kind of like that as well, where it's like, I need to... I need to clear my schedule for this. Like I need to have an opening <laughs> for, for something like the Witcher. It's not just something like one does not simply just play the Witcher. <laughs> There's some prep exactly. work, I feel. Yeah. Uh, and, and like I said, the, the, the fantasy element, I'm more of like a real down to earth, relatable kind of like, I like this space exploration, but I do love the Grand Theft Auto because it's like set in the real world mm. and with games that are set in like a fantasy world yeah. with like dragons and spells and things like that that really doesn't it it doesn't allure me it doesn't bring me in yeah but the story was but so it got good. you man it got you this story was good really really good that's the i talked to donnie about this a lot and this is the thing that like i live for those moments right where you go like i'm not into this but then like something catches your eye or like for whatever reason you're giving it a shot and it's like this is amazing like i never would have i never would have tried this before and i remember um my dad was a big uh lord of the rings fan like he would always talk about the hobbit growing up and then of mm-hmm. course the movies came out in whatever year 2000 or something like that and he's like we're going to see the lord of the rings so i'm like what I don't even know Lord of what rings. Like I, I had no idea what this was. Um, and so, you know, the, the movie fires up and I'm like these dwarves and these witches, which like the, the, the wizards. And I'm just like arms crossed. Like, what are we watching here? And then it just yeah. keeps going on. And it, like, I don't remember exactly what moment was, but it, that movie won me over. And I'm like, Oh, 
I can like things like this. I'd never really been into fantasy before, but even with Lord of the Rings, like I still kind of had my arms crossed with like something like Dragon Age or, or um, Elder Scrolls or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, and for whatever, I don't know why that is. It's, it's, it's such a prejudice that I, that I had. And now I'm like completely open to him. Like, yeah, give me all the dragons to slay or ride around or whatever. It's like such good storytelling that happens in these fantasy worlds. I don't know what lends itself to like, you could they, on the surface, they're they're very flashy dragons are cool fire like and spells and magic are, are very very cool but then they also layer these incredible stories like some of the some of the best storytelling in storytelling in games or or any media really yeah and i was just, i'm the same way as you like lord of the rings came out and like you know i'm not into <laughs> fantasy but you know all my buddies wanted to go see it i was like Shh, all right let's go see yeah. it and at the end of the movie i was like that was amazing. That was amazing, like, right? Why? Why did I? Why was I pushing back on this? Because mm-hmm. this was a ride. Yeah, like, I had, like you, like you, like Lord of the Rings. Like, what is this? Yeah, who is who? Who are these small people? Why am I even watching this? <laughs> and it just—I like, legit didn't even—I didn't understand like what rings. I didn't under like that's how far. And at the end, because I didn't know what Lord of the Rings was, I was like, the, it's a uh, Sam and Frodo looking off into the distance, looking at at the mountain and everything, all the fire, and, the, and they're like, well, that's really far away. And then the credits roll. I'm like, what the crap? Like, what? You have so much further to go. And that's that's when it my brother sucked you in there's, because there's it was like, I want to see didn't know, more. But I, didn't, I thought they ran out of money. Like, I, I didn't understand. <laughs> I thought that was the end of the story. I didn't realize that there was still two more movies afterwards. Mm. I was, I, I was like, that's just how far away from Lord of the Rings that I was back in the day. But I feel like that's something that happens a lot, at least for like as long as I'm going to be open to it. Like JRPGs are something I just thought were, were for somebody else. Like I played Persona, I think was probably Persona Four is probably the one that went like, oh, I can play these. Like I can these aren't these aren't impossible. Like they're definitely challenging and not like anything else that I really play. Mm-hmm. But I played that. And I'm like, oh, I can play, and then it opens the door to all these other types of games. So I don't know if you have any other like gateway games or anything like that that have opened your mind to anything like that. Uh no, so I, like like JRPGs, I know those games aren't for me. Like, <laughs> like I just know I've tried I've tried them and which ones not have you tried? Me. Which ones have you tried? Any any like like any of the Final Fantasy games back yeah. in the day? Yeah. Like I don't like any of this. Like the first Final Fantasy game I played truly was Final Fantasy fifteen, and yeah. I only did that because uh, one of our one of our podcast joiners had given me his mm. copy. He's like, you need to play this, and I was like. Well, I feel obligated. I got to play yeah. it now, and so I played through that. I was like, okay, that was an okay game. You and then I played through the whole thing. You finished played it. Through the, played through the whole thing. Wow, and good I for you. Finished it, and I thought it was terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bounced, I I bounced right off of. It. I haven't finished. I've never beaten a Final Fantasy game. I and then so Final Fantasy VII came out, the remake. Mm. And I was like, I thought Final Fantasy XV was okay. And then everyone was like, if you thought Final Fantasy XV was okay. Final Fantasy VII is going to blow it out of the water. Yeah. And I played Final Fantasy VII Remake, and I absolutely loved it. Oh, good. I really thought that was going to take a different turn. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Like, I was like, okay, you know, like, I'm not good. Like, I know JRPGs aren't for me. I know that's not really, like, a true JRPG, uh, but I, I, I'm I, open to playing other games because it mm-hmm. can really open, open it up. One of the other games that I I played that really opened me up, like I don't really like the NES style side scrollers, yeah. like all those indie games. Mm-hmm. And um, there was this game that came out for 
free on Game Pass, which was Celeste. Oh, I love Celeste. Oh, my gosh. I I played through that game, and I'm like, this game is one of the best games mm-hmm. of, of all time. Yeah, yeah. And I would not have played it, one, if it didn't come free on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two, if I just didn't need just didn't just jump into it yeah because you never know what is going to be lying behind those uh sprite style graphics well and that's an interesting one too you're right i definitely have like this 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 aversion that happens when i see a game i'm like ooh, it's going for that retro thing like i've seen that a trillion times before i I have it's not for some people like they're all in on it right and there's that's why they continue to make those things um and and but so then if you if you just have like the look of the game you go that's not for me and then the other things that you're seeing or, or hearing are this game is balls hard. It's like, it doesn't really have a whole lot going for it other than the fact that people are saying that it's really, really good. Like, I just think that it's very interesting for when people land themselves on playing a game like Celeste because of those things, unless you are looking for something that is really, really challenging, which I think is like, there, there's a, that's a rare breed that has been like dying off since those games were the, <laughs> the mainstay of like the NES days, as you mentioned, um, or the people who have that like nostalgic just want to see something old school. But that game, I don't know, like it just it just kept changing things up on you. Like every world or part of the mountain or whatever, like introduce something totally new. I was like, okay, I'm I'm living for to like beating this next challenge and then going like what is, what are they gonna come up with next? I just and yeah. the music, I mean I could go on and on about Celeste. Holy they, and and they would interweave the story within the gameplay. Yeah. And I'm a and I'm a story driven kind of guy. Oh, yeah, like yeah. I yeah. yeah, like in and because this game had such a good story that's what kept me in it mm-hmm. that's what kept me in witcher 3 that's what we kept me in final fantasy 7 these these games which i'm not really drawn to but the story is so good and mm. that's what keeps me in it yeah because those are all very very different styles of game like those are those yes. are not something you're in you're in different parts of the uh, the blockbuster when you're searching for those games <laughs> you know what i mean like different <laughs> exactly. different sections holy crap and, yeah, and yeah. Like, I'll, 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 I will play any game as long as it has a good story. Mm-hmm. Like, um, what was that? Uh, the Before the Storm. Uh, what was the Life first? Life is strange. Bit? Life is strange. So I don't relate to teenage girls. Very, what? you know, like, yeah, I, come like on. that's. I mean, like, I'm a thirty-something-year-old guy, <laughs> and I'm going to be playing as a teenage girl. But that story was just awesome. Yeah, and so like. I could look past the relatability and the story was just, you know, that's what keeps me. And I will play any game as long as it has a good story. Yeah. If it's just mindless nothingness, then it won't keep me in unless I'm playing like Apex Legends. Yeah. You know, that's, there's no, there's no real, no deep story there. You it's don't just, say. let's just get in there. <laughs> let's hang out and let's shoot some guns. Yeah. You know, that's, but, uh, but Are you yeah, playing I'll lots play of multiplayer anything. games these days with friends and stuff? Is that something that you're able to do to, to keep up with, with, with everybody from around the world? Yeah, so um, Rocket League, Apex Legends. Rocket League, uh, yeah. I, I just played It Takes Two with oh, Mark. Oh, did you? Bouchet. Yeah. That was, that was, was it good? awesome. It was really, really good. Good story. And this game was just like, it had so many different games inside of it. Like oh, every so single level was a new, a, a, a new, they would throw something new at you. Like one mm. of the scenarios, like you're small and you're in your daughter's room and your daughter's room is filled with like ball pit balls. Yeah. And the only way to get across there 
is to fly, mm-hmm. and they would throw like a fidget spinner on your back, and you would oh fly using the fidget spinner. Like just they were just, th- and that was the only time you ever had that. And, yeah. and they would throw something new at you. It was a really good game. If you had like ADD, it's a perfect game. Whatever happened to those fidget spinners? They were everywhere, man. That, that was very. That was a very popular little little gadget. <laughs> I never got my hands on one of those. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think they're still around, but they're coming up with like fidget cubes. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, just... Like all, it looks like a, a controller. I have my, I have my Xbox controller. I have my PlayStation controller. That's my fidget. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. How, like, what are you playing right now, though? Uh, I'm, I'm playing MLB The Show right now. Are you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, How many? It was on free on Game Pass, and I haven't bought a baseball game in like eight years mm-hmm. because it was just the same game over and over again yeah. so i fell off of it and i was like well it's free on game pass let's go ahead and Man. check it out Holy cow. absolutely loving it yeah what where did you start with your gaming though this is maybe late in the conversation to ask that question but like where did that oh. all where did that all begin so my my i have i have two older brothers mm-hmm. and one of my brothers is six years older than i am yeah so he, one day he comes home with a nintendo entertainment system with Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt. How does he just come home with one? What do you mean? <laughs> I don't remember. You know, like when he, I was five, you yeah. know, like I didn't really understand what was going on. Sure, yeah. So maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe a present or a birthday happened or something like that. So uh, he was playing that, and then, uh, t- and then shortly thereafter, after those that those games, uh, he comes home with Tech Mobile. Yeah, and Tech Mobile, like I sucked at <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Duck hunt, you know, like I really couldn't figure out the light gun or anything. Yeah. You know, I'm I don't know how to hold this gun. Yeah, you feel like you're pointing at the screen <laughs> yeah, close enough like, and obviously not close enough. But uh Tecmo Bowl and that that's when I fell in love with NFL football. Yeah. Um and it was just I thought it was groundbreaking. Yeah. I thought it was the best thing I've ever seen. Like, look at these graphics. This is amazing. And uh but yeah, so <laughs> my my old older brothers would would play games. We would play Rampage, uh, Jackal, yeah. uh, Bionic Commando, all Holy. those original. Zelda. I was also I was you know five and six at the time trying to play Zelda. I don't. I can't even play Zelda now. Like, I, know. I don't even understand. I don't understand it's not it. fair. It's not fair. <laughs> it like I don't know. I, this might be heresy to say, but I mean it. I think it, I think most people will agree it doesn't hold up as well as as the original Mario game. Like you put those side by side, and you're like, at least you can play the Mario game. And it makes sense. You don't have to like look on the back of the box or something or like a strategy guide to go like the bomb goes here. Like it's not even like an optional cave that you're trying to find with that bomb. And everybody knows what I'm talking about. It's required. I think that's bad game design. <laughs> like hey, you can walk around the entire world unless you place this bomb. Exactly Ridiculous. in this spot. Yeah, no, it actually makes me a little. It makes me the mad. Game. I don't know why we brought it. Up. <laughs> it makes me a little bit upset. Yeah, but yeah, my older brothers brought, got me into gaming. They fell out of gaming, and I just full yeah. speed ahead, still playing games. Yeah. So and now I'm playing games with my son, which is really fun. Are you? Yeah. Like I was going to ask you, like, what your kids think of of you being like, like you're really in it, man. Like when somebody puts in, you know, five days of The Witcher, like you're not just like you kind of like games you're podcasting about games you're playing them hardcore like you're really into it and yeah, yeah like it's i always wonder like like do the kids kind of give you like the what the what, what's dad doing over here like do they do they realize that not all adults do this like is it or is well, it because it's in their home that it's weird for other parents not to be playing games so when uh the kids were were little uh i you know i like the 
like the shooty shoot games. Mm-hmm. I like the Resident Evil t- style games, the mature games. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so uh, I made it a, a point to when the kids were awake, I would not play games. You know, mm-hmm. and that's that's a so up until you know probably since COVID happened, that's the way that the mantra was around here. Yeah. When the kids are up, we're doing something else. Yeah. Uh, but. Now that my son's playing games and there's really nothing else to do in the pandemic, you know, there's a lot of there's we can start playing games during the day. But yeah. I do play a lot of games with with my son. My daughter, not so much. She'll play Mario Kart. She'll yeah. play some other style games like that. But uh, for the most part, she would rather be dancing, singing, hanging out with her friends or being outside. Yeah. Uh, so, But yeah, I mean, like I normally for me, my gaming is after the kids go to bed yeah and you're still uh, once, able to you're still able to get through some some kind of bigger experiences like you're you only got like a couple hours at a time man. <laughs> and it's, that's it's tricky. The, if if you want to go to bed at a normal hour well that's true that's that good point yes that is what i'm assuming so for me once i'm in a video game world time is irrelevant yeah like i don't know what time it is yeah uh and i look up at the clock oh it's 2 30 in the morning do you really? better you're get doing that sleep. often you're doing the 2 30 in the morning uh, so I will do two thirty in the morning, maybe once a week. Yeah, I, <laughs> I used to go to bed at you know mid eleven thirty midnight, and that was pretty much the cutoff. I'll play games sure. for a couple hours, but really, once Apex came out, yeah. like I I don't I don't know understand what time is when I play Apex. Yeah, I'm like, oh That's man, that was a good match. It's been six hours. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I just can't follow time with that. And it's dangerous. Like, I will have yeah. to set a timer. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, oh, man, okay, it's time to go to bed. You're very uh, but, energetic. Like, you're very, I don't know. Like, this seems like just your natural state is just like, I don't know, 75 miles per hour. Like, you're, I wouldn't say like you're a trillion miles an hour. You're like, you're yeah. like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm able to keep up with you here, but you're also <laughs> not like trudging along here either. Like, it just seems like you're natural. You wake up and you're like, all right, here we go. No, no, so no, not when I wake up. Give me like an hour or so. Sure, sure, yeah, of course. No, like I will wake up. I don't turn on the bathroom light. Mm -hmm. I take my shower. I go. I go get dressed. I I don't open my eyes in the morning. Like it's It's like I. Memory. I'm still. I'm still (laughs) sleeping. I'm sleepwalking, getting ready for work, and then and then once I get in my car, then I'm like awake. Get my coffee at work, and then I'm really awake. Right. But but yeah, like I. I, I do need to because I don't know if I'm going 75 miles an hour, uh, but when we when I talk about that's actually maybe faster than that 75 kilometers I, an hour. I say. <laughs> <laughs> but I love talking about video games. I love video games. Yeah, it's my man. passion. I yeah. just it's just one of those things that I absolutely love. Like my wife's like, do you really need a new Series S? I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, We'll, we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to really get a PlayStation you're like, Five. You're like, to... You know how this. You know how this conversation is going before you even ask the question. Like, <laughs> She's like, "You spent five hundred dollars on a PlayStation Five. What about if I want to spend five hundred? I, I, I play PlayStation almost every day. So really, yeah. Well, I mean, like, I play games almost every day, so yeah. I get the use out of it. Mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, yeah, I look at the you... last year and I go, like, I've had two haircuts in the last year like i'm getting this thing you know and i haven't bought like, i've been wearing sweatpants for the last 15 <laughs> months so yeah like this is 
probably although like i don't really have that like do you really need this conversation chelsea was at um she was at eb games getting something for the kids and she's like they've got a series s and i'm like pick it up like let's do this man like why it's one of those it was basically the same as like when the wii was out like when when consoles are that hard to come by and they're like they have one you're like buy it we'll figure it out later like we just if we want to sell it we could probably not that I would like go to look for like a scalping situation, but like I wouldn't be I wouldn't be behind. That's for sure. Like I could just yeah. if I if I if we, if she brought it home and we couldn't return it for whatever reason, then we wouldn't be we wouldn't be totally stuck. I don't think. So yeah, I have a Series S, but if I see a Series X in the wild, I'm gonna pick that up and I'm gonna take my Series S to work because all of our monitors have H- HDMI ports, and I'm like my lunch break has just gotten whole lot better would you have to like would you have to hide it because it's easy like to stash away you could kind of you could probably like duct tape that sucker underneath the desk if you needed to it's so small you can place it anywhere mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's just a router don't worry about it that's just a router i mean phil spencer had it in his back shelf like in with his books and everything in that video or whatever you could definitely uh yeah definitely you could hide that thing yeah but uh, as far as like it's like wait so wait a minute my question was how are you playing that thing at work like how are you like is that would that be okay uh yeah, my lunch break is my lunch break. I like I, I like on uh, on Fridays I would watch Wandavision or really? yeah, Falcon and the Winter Soldier during my lunch break, and I yeah. would just turn it on my on my monitor, sit back, put my headphones on. Man, I need to take better lunch breaks. I talk to all <laughs> you guys, and you're getting all this stuff done at lunch. And I'm just like, my lunch break suck, dude. <laughs> I don't like, get. Don't, I don't get I people are like, do you want to get up from your desk? Do you want to go take a walk? It's like, no, my my entertainment is right here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is part of it. I, I don't want to be, like, in the same spot for... for yeah. Because this is, like, what I'm doing right now. This is where I work and everything. So that becomes... It becomes a little much, even just for, even just for the butt. You know, it's just it's it, my butt takes a beating just sitting on this thing all the yeah. time. So you, you need need some exercise. You need to stretch the legs. Yeah, but it takes me away from all these things that I also like to do. You know, there's not enough time in the day, and I just become whiny about it. And I'm jealous that everybody else is is doing this thing. I want to ask you one, maybe one one of the final things here. How yeah. have the last like couple of years gone? Because I saw this tweet today. Robert Downey Jr. was like, uh, hard to believe that it was two years ago that Endgame happened or whatever. I'm like, it was only two years ago. Like, I don't know. It seems like time is going so fast, but yet that was only two years. Doesn't it seem like we're in this weird time warp right now? Like, how are you, how are you dealing with everything that's going on right now? For the, in like the pandemic or. Yeah. And like, just like the, I mean, life seems to be either like, it's going really, really fast and like generations of games are kind of happening. But at the same time, like Endgame was only two years ago. Is this only hard to believe for me that it was only two years ago? I don't understand it. I feel like it was, it was just like last month. Right. Like it's, it's been, yeah, it doesn't feel like it's been that long. Maybe we are going around a black hole. We might be, we might be going around a black hole right now. It's possible. I don't know, man. But I mean, like, I'm an easygoing kind of guy. I will roll with the punches. If something bad happens, then I'm just going to deal with it because there's nothing I can do. And, you know, like for me, it's I if I can't control it, why worry about it? Mm -hmm. You know, like I tell I tell my kids, I tell my team at work, you know, it's if something happens, it's okay. It's how you respond to it is what really matters. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I, I, that's the way I kind of live it is eh, it, things happen. 
and there's nothing I can do about it. Sometimes there's something you can do about mm-hmm. it, so that kind of stuff doesn't happen again. Um, but if it's out of, out of my control, I don't want to worry about it. I have other things I got to worry about. Yeah. I got a wife, kids, job, car, house. You know, like I got all this other, other stuff. I Those are where about. the things are happening that you're responding to. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the things to worry about. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it, it all works out. I feel that's that's my uh, my dad would always say. You know, like with he would have a couple sayings. Uh, one is it all all adds up. You know, if you if you do the right things, it's it's going to turn out good. Um, what does that, what does that mean? Money, it all adds up. Is that what, what? if you save your money? You know, like it's going to add up to like a penny a day. You know, oh. if you save up a penny a day, it's all going to add up, and you're going to have a whole bunch of money. You know, save now and live later. Um, and it was just you know it's just some of those things that's like you know like things happen. You know, like what my boss said. He's like everything happens for a reason. Yeah, and um, and just. And just living in the moment and enjoying life. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I try not to worry about other things. That's what my wife's for. She does all the worrying for mm-hmm, us, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she keeps she keeps everything like grounded. Yeah. Uh, and for me, it's just like, hey, let's just let's just enjoy life because we it. only get one shot at it. I love it. Well, I've had a, an amazing time just chatting, laughing with you tonight, man. I can't believe speaking of like time dilation, it's just like, and that's an hour, man. Holy, it's crap. only been two minutes. What are you it's, talking about? I don't understand. I mean, the, the, <laughs> seriously, you can convince me that it has been. Um, we didn't even talk about your podcast, but tell people where they can find uh, find all of your stuff on the internet, that your podcast, all the things you're doing on Twitch and everything like that, my friend. Yeah, sure. So um, uh, my podcast is the Good Morning Guys. I do it with three other folks. Uh, Lucas Ham Swisher, Ryan Johansis, and Mark Boucher. We've been doing it for about two and a half years now. Mm-hmm. Um, we are the the GMG Podcast on Twitter. You can find us on YouTube. Just search the Good Morning Guys. Uh, we just started a Patreon, which is wild, by the way. And people, and people are uh, patrons of our podcast, which is wild. They like, own you now. They own your soul. <laughs> they, 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 they've like, purchased. Yeah, we do this for fun, you know, and, and and people want to support us in that way, which is really really That's cool. The coolest, yeah, um, yeah. So, and our podcast for those who don't know, we just we talk about the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play. So every week we have different topics. We'll talk about heavy stuff like death and faith, or we'll talk about stupid stuff like poop. You know, yeah. like we'll, we're all over the place, uh, and we we when we absolutely love it. Well, I so, love them, man. So where where was it again on 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 Twitter? You can find you guys on Twitter. Uh, on the GMG podcast. We also are on YouTube on the Good Morning Guys. There, um, we just started doing video of our podcast recently, so you can watch us there too. I love it, man. Well, I'm definitely gonna have to have you back on. I've had an absolute ride going down memory lane doing starting up a freaking wrestling podcast tonight, man. It's been an absolute <laughs> blast. Um, I wish you wish you guys luck in the in the soccer world. You got to keep me up to date on. Everything that's going on as the maybe the competitive spirit starts to pick up a little bit. Maybe she finds. Let you know the next time I get one out of a game. Mm -hmm, Definitely, definitely, (laughs) man. Best of luck to that. Well, yeah. Thank you again for carving out time tonight, man. Oh, this is so much fun. Yeah, had a great time. Guys, if I've done a little, I've done a little time travel since recording the the first part of the show. There's all, there's actually like three separate days. You're hearing this all at once within the same whatever hour and twenty minutes or so. Uh, but you're actually hearing three different days of the week. 
all in one episode. The time travel is nuts. Um, I want to tell you guys, if you haven't heard already, test came back negative. <laughs> I almost said positive. I almost, I almost said like because because that's a good thing. Like it's negative. Like hooray, it's negative. I do not have uh, COVID nineteen. That's great. I slept on the floor last night. <laughs> I still feel like my throat still feels like that. It, I I've developed a cough. It's really gross actually. So I'm not sure exactly what is going on, but. I know from the swab up my nose, it tickled my brainstem a little bit, and I got a text message uh, <laughs> from the provincial health authority. Said, "Hey, boo, you up?" <laughs> uh, and I'm like, "Yeah, I am. I am up because I'm I'm sleeping on the floor because uh, I was going to sleep in my. Some of you know about my old man recliner I have in my basement. I love my old man recliner, but I could not fall asleep completely in it. So I uh, I grabbed my my yoga mat, lay down some blankets." And created a bit of a, a makeshift pillow out of my Xbox onesie and another blanket. And that is what I slept on. So today was weird, man. Today was weird. Today's Friday as I'm recording this part here. Today was a little bit weird because of that. But good news. No COVID for me. Next week, I'm going to tell you guys all about um, the mental health awareness and the fundraiser that's going on with Dallas Ford and Argo. A bunch of stuff uh, going on that I will be linking in the show notes and throughout all of well the first couple of weeks of may anyway so look forward to that i'm so glad patrick novacell was on the show i hope you guys enjoyed that if you liked it you can support the show at patreon.com slash jimmy capri you can follow me on twitter at sean capri it's sean like connery capri like the pants and you can go over to twitch twitch.tv slash sean capri where i'm i'm streaming i mean at least a couple of days a week thursday friday saturday is the usual thing and i just want to say because I feel like Twitter was kind of a mess this week with the reviews and everything else. I say this to on, on the Pants Podcast all the time. Be nice to everybody. Be nice to each other. Put something positive out there. Even if you know what, even if you're having kind of a crummy day, it's a good way to like turn yourself around a little. I definitely find that. Be nice to one another. Enjoy the video games you're playing. It's Pokemon Snap Week. It's Returnal Week. It's probably a bunch of other games. Enjoy them all. If you're new, we end the show with the the stupid clip from Heavy Rain where you're looking for Jason and then flips to Sean and it goes back to Jason. So I'm so glad you guys are here. I'm going to be back next week. Bye-bye. Here's Jason. Jason! 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 Sean! 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 where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!